Hey friends, today we're gonna start a new book. It's a six story book. And hopefully you're going to love it as much as I did when I was a little girl. I had this story read to me by my mommy and now I'm reading it to you. And so today's story is called Paddington and it's from the Paddington Treasury book which has six stories in it, like I said. And they were all written by a man named Michael Bond. And they're all illustrated by R.W. Alley. And they're read today by Mommy and... The Popcorn Machine. The Popcorn Machine! I didn't know you could... I didn't know you could talk. Popcorn Machine. I'm a magical one. You're a magical one. Okay, so the first book in this, the first story in this book is called Paddington. And here we go. Mr. and Mrs. Brown first met Paddington on a railway platform. In fact, that's how he came to have such an unusual name for a bear, because Paddington was the name of the station. The Browns were waiting to meet their daughter, Judy, when Mr. Brown noticed something small and furry near the lost luggage office. That, it looks like a bear, he said. A bear, repeated Mrs. Brown. In Paddington Station, don't be silly, Henry, there can't be. But Mr. Brown was right. It was sitting on an old leather suitcase marked Wanted on Voyage. And as they drew near it, it stood up and politely raised its hat. Good afternoon, it said. May I help you? It's very kind of you, said Mr. Brown. But as a matter of fact, we were wondering if we could help you. You're a very small bear, said Mrs. Brown. Where are you from? The bear looked around carefully before replying. Darkest Peru. I'm not really supposed to be here at all. I'm a stowaway. Do you know what a stowaway is? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, when you go on a boat, a voyage, well, really, a train could have a stowaway, any kind of transportation. Um, an airplane could be a stowaway, too. But when you go someplace and you're traveling, you have to buy a ticket to be on whatever it is that you're traveling on, like an airplane or a bus or whatever. But if you do not buy a ticket and you sneak on board, even though you don't, you're not supposed to be there, you are called a stowaway. Are bad guys stowaways? Um, that's a very interesting question. You know, some stowaways are people who are 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 sneaking away from a place where it's dangerous for them to be and they're trying to get help. And so in situations like that, we would want to help those people if we could. Can you open this? Yes. But at the same time, it is very bad to break the rules and get into a boat when you do not belong there. Or an airplane when you do not belong there. Okay? You want to always have permission and, and get a ticket because that's the rules. Do you understand? 
don't mean you've come all the way from South America on your own, exclaimed Mrs. Brown. Whatever did you do for food? Unlocking the suitcase, the bear took out an almost empty glass jar. I ate marmalade, it said. Bears like marmalade. Do you know what marmalade is? Mm -mm. It's like orange jelly. You know how we put strawberry or grape jelly on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Yes. They put um, marmalade on toast and things like that. It's quite good. Okay. Mrs. Brown looked at the label around the bear's neck. It said, quite simply, Please look after this bear. Thank you. Oh, Henry, she cried. We can't leave him here all by himself. There's no knowing what might happen to him. Can't he come home and stay with us? Stay with us? repeated Mr. Brown nervously. He looked down at the bear. Uh, would you like that? he asked. Th that is, he added hastily, if you have nothing else planned. Oh, yes, replied the bear. I would like that very much. I've nowhere to go and everyone seems in such a hurry. That settles it said Mrs. Brown. Now, you must be thirsty after your journey. Mr. Brown, can you get some tea while I go and meet our daughter, Judy? But, Mary, said Mr. Brown, we don't even know its name. Mrs. Brown thought for a moment. I know, she said. We'll call him Paddington after the station. Paddington? The bear tested it several times to make sure. It sounds very important. Mr. Brown tried it out next. Follow me, Paddington, he said. I'll take you to the snack bar. That sounds like a good place to go. Mr. Brown was as good as his word. Paddington had never seen so many snacks on one tray, and he didn't know which to try first. He was so hungry and thirsty, he climbed up on the table to get a better look. Mr. Brown turned away, pretending he had tea with a bear in Paddington Station every day of his life. Now, let me ask you, what's going on in the picture here, Philip? I'm sorry, popcorn machine. <clears throat> What's going on here in this picture? He's grabbing food. Yes. The bear has climbed up onto the table. Paddington has climbed up onto the table. And he has got the tray of snacks. And it looks like he's just kind of scooping them up with his fingers and just horking them down there left and right without even so much as a thank you or please or is there a fork or a spoon in which I could have this food. Does that seem like very good manners to you? Uh-uh. No, I would think not. Mr. Brown is going to have to help him learn to have good manners. Henry, cried Mrs. Brown when she arrived with Judy. What are you doing to that poor bear? 
Paddington jumped up to raise his hat and in his haste he stepped on a strawberry tart, skidded on the cream and fell over backward into his cup of tea. Uh, I think we'd better go before anything else happens, said Mr. Brown. Judy took a hold of Paddington's paw. Come along, she said. We'll take you home and you can meet Mrs. Bird and my brother Jonathan. Jonathan is a good name. Jonathan is a good name. Mr. Brown led the way to a waiting taxi. Number 32 Windsor Gardens, please, he said. The driver stared at Paddington. Bears is extra, he growled. Sticky bears is twice as much and make sure none of it comes off on my interior. It was clean what I set out this morning. The sun was shining as they drove out of the station and there were cars and big red buses everywhere. Paddington waved to some people waiting at a bus stop and several of them waved back. It was all very friendly. Paddington tapped the taxi driver on his shoulder. It isn't a bit like darkest Peru, he announced. The man jumped at the sound of Paddington's voice. Cream, he said bitterly. Cream and jam all over me coat. He slid the little window behind him shut. Oh dear Henry, murmured Mrs. Brown. I wonder if we're doing the right thing now. Fortunately, before anyone had time to answer, they arrived at Windsor Gardens, and Judy helped Paddington onto the pavement. Now you're going to meet Mrs. Bird, she said. She looks after us. She's a bit fierce at times, but she doesn't really mean it. I'm sure you'll like her. Paddington felt his knees begin to wobble. I'm sure I shall if you say so, he replied. The thing is, will she like me? Goodness gracious, exclaimed Mrs. Bird. What have you got there? It's not a what, said Judy. It's a bear called Paddington and he's coming to stay with us. A bear, said Mrs. Bird, as, as Paddington raised his hat. Well, he has good manners. I'll say that for him. I'm afraid I stepped on jam on a jam tart by mistake, said Paddington. I can see that, said Mrs. Bird. You'd better have a bath before you're much older. Judy can turn it on for you. I dare say you'll be wanting some marmalade too. I think she likes you whispered Judy. Paddington had never been in a bathroom before, and while the water was running, he made himself at home. First of all, he tried writing his new name in the steam on the mirror. Now, I have a question. Do you like, do you like to write your name on the mirror in the bathroom? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Hmm. Some people like to do that. It's kind of fun. Because we still won't wait where I am because I'm fat. 
Popcorn machine. Oh, I'm so sorry. Of course, popcorn machines don't write their names. What was I thinking? Okay, I'll move on with the story. Then he used Mr. Brown's shaving foam to draw a map of Peru on the floor. It wasn't until a drip landed on his head that he remembered what he was supposed to be doing. He soon discovered that getting a bath is one thing, but it's quite another getting out again especially when it's full of soapy water. Paddington tried calling out, Help! At first, in a quiet voice so as not to disturb anyone, then very loudly, Help! Help! But when that didn't work, he began bailing the water out of his hat. But the hat had several holes in it, and his map of Peru soon turned into a sea of foam. Suddenly, Jonathan and Judy burst into the bathroom, and lifted a dripping Paddington onto the floor. Thank goodness you're all right, cried Judy. We had you calling out. Fancy making such a mess, said Jonathan admiringly. You should have pulled the plug out. Oh, said Paddington. I never thought of that. When Paddington came downstairs, he looked so clean. No one could possibly be cross with him. His fur was all soft and silky. His nose gleamed and his paws had lost all traces of the jam and cream. The Browns had made room for him in a small air armchair and Mrs. Bird brought a pot of tea and a plate of hot buttered toast and marmalade. After a while, when nothing happened, they began to get restless. Mr. Brown tried coughing. He tried reaching across and poked Paddington. Wait. Wait, we skipped a page. Hold on. Go back. Oh, okay. Back to this then. Okay. Sorry, friends. Um, she placed the plate of hot buttered toasted marmalade in front of Paddington. And now here we go. Now said Mrs. Brown. You must tell us all about yourself. I'm sure you've had lots of adventures. I have, said Paddington earnestly. There are, things are always happening to me. I'm that sort of bear. He settled back in his armchair. I was brought up by my Aunt Lucy in darkest Peru, he began. But she had to go into the home for retired bears in Lima. He closed his eyes thoughtfully and a hush fell over the the room as everyone waited expectantly. After a while, when nothing happened, they began to get restless. Mr. Brown tried coughing. Then he reached across and poked Paddington. Well, I never, he said. I do believe he's fast asleep. After all that's happened to him, said Mrs. Brown, Is it any wonder? And that is the end of our story for today. Who knows what adventures Paddington will be on tomorrow? The only way to find out is to tune back in. Shall we say the end? The end. Popcorn machine? (coughs) Okay. The end.